Hi, everyone. I'm Barbara Beck, host of Welcome Home on Good Life 45. And you're listening to my good friends, Fritz, Mike, and Tina, right here on God Stories Radio, bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world through the power of the Christian testimony. Keep listening for a big blessing from the Lord. You're listening to the God Stories Radio Podcast. Bringing hope, comfort, and encouragement to the world. 24 hours a day. The power of the Christian testimony. Join the God Movement. Welcome, everyone, to God Stories Radio. This is session 185. I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm Tina. What's going on, guys? You have a good Thanksgiving? I did, but it's, it seemed like was we were gone forever. I know. That one week off was, wow. Man, I couldn't wait to get here tonight. Absolutely. Well, I live here, but, <laughs> but I still had to get here. I had to walk out here. <laughs> uh, well, you already know how my Thanksgiving was. I do. <laughs> you do? I had the... the uh, fortunate uh, circumstances where I could actually spend Thanksgiving with you this I year. I know. It was so nice. I we know. really had a good time. Oh, man. It was awesome. Yeah. What'd you do, Mikey? I had two of them. Oh, yeah? I did. A double. <laughs> like one at Junior's and... One at Junior's and one at Martin's, because Martin held it at his house this year, and his brother always does it. Ah. So, I was going nowhere because Junior wasn't doing it till Saturday, so I'm there, so... Why not? Wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. So who got the carrot cake this year? No carrot cake. Oh, no. <laughs> Maple walnut pumpkin pie. Ooh, it's look like at It's like Christmas you. without a tree. <laughs> and oyster <laughs> stuffing. Ooh. Yeah. Oyster stuffing? Oh, yeah. Not me. Man, I've never no. had that. Ooh. Is that like a Boston thing? Or? That's like one I of think Mikey's it's an English thing, actually. An English thing? I do. They eat oysters there? Oyster stuffing. Awesome oyster stuffing. Mm-hmm. Wow! Hmm. All right, I'm putting that on the bucket list. <laughs> like a New England thing? It could be. Okay. It could be. That would make more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it an Indiana thing too. But you know, every year I ask Junior, "What what do you want me to make?" You know, and he says the same old thing every time. I says, "That's it." He says, "Just make sure you make it the way you make it." So, <laughs> <laughs> Not me. This is specialty. Mm-hmm. So it was good too. Yeah, it was fantastic. Have to say, well, we hope everybody out there had a great Thanksgiving. Indeed. And I hope if you didn't get a chance to uh, see our Good Life TV forty-five appearance with uh, Barbara Beck on Welcome Home, venture on over to the website and you can watch it. Or it is you can listen to the audio, which is uh, session one eighty four. And while you're at it, you know, like us on the Facebook. 
so that we can uh, <laughs> say your name. Speaking of which, nice so transition. We, yeah. <laughs> we have two Facebook likes oh, this week. Oh, do we? Yes, ah, we do. Fabulous. So we want to say thank you to Rose Emmy-Toso Barreto. Thank you, Rose. Thank you, Rose. We really appreciate that. And we also want to thank, say thank you, a very special thank you to Lynn Mo. Thank you, Lynn. Thank you, Lynn, for liking us on Facebook. We appreciate that very much. Yes, we do. Lynn has been a blessing in, uh, in a lot of ways. She's been uh, listening for a while and mm-hmm. praying, and the Lord put it on her heart to, to uh, be a monthly uh, supporter. Fantastic. And um, I just told her that... Uh, you know, we'd been praying about doing some upgrades, you know, uh, website changes and things like that. And uh, she just happened to pledge uh, just the amount. That so isn't God good? Coincidence. Yeah, yeah coinky dink. Yeah. All the way. All the time. <laughs> Man, God is so good. I'm telling you, I just sit here all night and talk about his goodness. Mm. Mm-hmm. Praise God. So what else is going on? Anything, guys? It's Thursday night. It's Thursday well, night. Just right here. You like, know, Christmas is around the corner. It oh, is. You ain't have to do that, man. I know, really. <laughs> you have to go there. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, uh, We're starting well, to we Christmas should not music. be sad about Christmas. Mm-hmm. We should be excited about I, Christmas. I, well, I'm ex- I really I'm excited it. about what Christmas means and yeah. stands for. But, man, the, just the, the undue pressure that the world puts on you to... Mm-hmm. To buy and to give. But that's not what Christmas is about, Charlie really? Brown. I know. <laughs> and you know who puts it the best? Charlie Brown. At the end of that movie? Mm-hmm. Is, was it Snoopy or whatever it is? Um, or, I thought it was, was Lucy. Charlie, no, Charlie <laughs> Brown. Charlie Brown Lucy. does it. I think Charlie Brown mm-hmm. does it, but he does it the best. I mean, he, you want to know what Christmas is all about? Just watch that movie, and at the end, he'll do, he'll does it. Mm-hmm. I know the music is iconic. Mm-hmm. You know, I can just hear that. Well, this season, yeah. I really hope that all of you guys take the time to enjoy, remember the reason, and just um, don't get caught up in the commercialism. But remember that it's about the birth of a Christ, which was a, an amazing gift to a world that mm-hmm. would have been completely lost and... Um, Amen. Not saved without him. So oh, it's the best gift gift of all, and it's a free gift. So that's what we need Jesus to pay attention is for to. Real. Amen to that. <laughs> that voice you hear is Mr. Craig Farley. Oh, oh, oh you would not do, do that. You, 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 oh. uh, it's actually Fraley. It's a it's Thank an inside you. joke. But, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Craig is a he's family. A friend of the show, a, a fellow musician, and I just love this guy. And uh, uh, we actually had a cancellation this week, and uh, Craig said, I'd love to come and spend some time with you. And I said, heck yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I saw Noel this week, and he pointed at me, and he says, put me down for January. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Right. Wow. Yeah, okay. he's working on it. And then uh, we're going to have uh Christy Overton Johnson back in January as well. Wonderful. She wants she's coming back on. Cool. So uh it's getting infectious. That's good. The movement. The movement. Yeah. I I just love it. You know, uh good fruit. Just to exploit the name of Jesus. That's what we're all about. Well, who Amen. is this guy that's our guest? 
Yeah, who's, Fritz. Who's going to introduce him? I think Fritz should do well, it. I think I just did. Yeah. I think you well, did. It's, it, you gave Farley. his name. No, but I said, you know, he's a he's a longtime friend of the show and a, and a, and a good friend, fellow musician, a heck of a guitar player. Mm-hmm. And I'll yeah. let him tell, tell you about his project, Plate, that yes. he has. And uh, he plays all over the place um, with his band and writes worship music. And I have the... Uh, the pleasure of playing with him sometimes on uh, Sunday mornings mm-hmm. at FUMC, and we just have a good time together worshiping the Lord, man. It's mm-hmm. uh, with Craig. It's all about Jesus, and and uh, you know what can you say to that? <laughs> Serving the Lord. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway, I give you my uh, longtime friend, servant of Christ, Mr. Craig Fraley. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, that's All Craig. Right. Craig got that radio voice, man. Like What's it. going on? Craig got that radio voice, man. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, like I said earlier, um, you know, today uh, there was an emphasis on uh, this song. It just was in my head. It was, uh, go tell it on the mountain. You know, it's an old hymn. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, it's, you know, it's that. The ability of using technology to be able to broadcast all over the world and share music all over the world and Mm -hmm. share your testimony all over the world so that, you know, I mean, it can build a greater audience to hear and realize how real the Lord is. Mm -hmm. And so we're using technology in a good way, and that's awesome. So... um, the thing is, is uh, in my testimony, I you know I share the point of where yeah you know I went through life and I chose the world, I chose me, and all about me, and then I would end up to a point where I hit bottom, and you know God would not allow me to be successful in me. And to realize that I needed the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and build that relationship with Him. But when I hit bottom, I hit bottom in Orlando, Florida. And I mean, my, I was pretty much dead. I mean, my body had pretty much shut down my internal organs and everything. And I realized that I needed to get some help. So that's when I hit the Salvation Army. They had a rehab center in Orlando, Florida, and uh, was that the same one? Noel was that's it? the one Noel did. Oh, fantastic! Yes. Yeah, he told us a, a a a bit about that. Yeah, a couple months ago. Yeah, so yeah, we and, can relate. Yeah, and you know, I learned. I went to that rehab. It was like a six month program, and um, it was tough. It was a very hard hill. I hill to climb. I had to deal with a lot of issues. I had to drop and quit, you know, drinking and doing drugs and and follow rules, you know, and stay compliant within the house and mm-hmm. and work. And that that did I only lasted up to two weeks, and then I ended up in ORMC for three days because it just hit bottom. I mean, I could my body just shut down. That's when I found out I have to take insulin the rest of my life twice a day. So I had to deal with a lot of things personally because of the bad choices I had made in the in the past. You know, there are consequences, and a lot of times God doesn't just take them away. So we have to learn to deal with these consequences and accept them and just trust in the Lord that He will help us and He'll give us strength 
and uh, we can still succeed in life. Amen to even, that, brother. Yeah, yeah, even dealing with this stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, the Salvation Army itself is a great program. I mean, they, they or whatever you call it, a ministry or whatever, they, they are all over the world. They're all over the world. They are, because I remember as a child, and I think I mentioned this um in your test, your original testimony that you gave on yes. God Stories Radio, mm-hmm. um, as a child, I used to see the the band marching down the street, wow. you know, and they used to wave oh. to the kids and stuff like that. But they used to go with their marching band parading down the street. It was yeah. kind of a neat thing in full uniform and everything. Uh-huh. I remember that as a kid as well. Do you? Oh yeah, I, I sure uh-huh. do. I don't remember that. But I, it's neat to see. I, right now, I'm seeing all the bell ringers outside the grocery stores. Yes, they're Walmart, there. Walmart grocery stores. They're they're there, man. Mm-hmm. They've been doing that forever. <laughs> yeah, that's one of their classic things that they do. But the funny thing is, is that when I was looking for a place to go to 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 call, you know, my recovery or start my recovery. Uh, my dad was telling me a story about a, fun, a time when he was out in the middle of nowhere in Kenya where he where he was uh, serving and as a doctor. And he was driving in the middle of the night and he saw this light shining and it, he, you know, drove to it. And I'm talking, you know, he's out in the middle of nowhere, you know, in, in Kenya, northern Kenya. And he was driving and he drove up towards the light and then he realized it was a cross lit lit up Mm -hmm. so he drove up to the cross and it was running on a generator and it was a camp that a salvation army had set up wow on the middle of nowhere so he told me about that and uh, the funny thing is is when i hit bottom i had moved to orlando on good homes road is where i found a room to rent Mm -hmm. and it was my last hope to to get there i had enough money i found a job i had enough money to buy a bus pass and rent a room to live and this was it i mean i had just like you know a hundred dollars to my name Mm -hmm. and um you know i i went to the job one day and then left there and decided to celebrate hit it you know hit an out there was an alcohol store there and decided to celebrate and drink and i didn't leave that room for the whole month Mm. Wow. Got stuck. Lost my job. Lost my money. Oh, yeah. I mean, I literally hit bottom. <laughs> so uh, my dad was telling me a story about Salvation Army, and I was looking through the phone book, and then bingo, I, I saw in the rehab section Salvation Army, ARC, Adult, Adult Rehab Center. And so I was like, hey, you know, that the thing at, at, over in Good Homes Road, the thing that really impressed me was that huge cross they have mm-hmm. over there i don't know if you know familiar mm-hmm. with that i am yeah. you know that it's a huge cross over there, there and is. i kept staring at the thing because every time i ride my bike to go get some more beer or, you know alcohol i'd see this huge cross <laughs> so this kind of related to me and it, it was like gave me a little push to uh start the rehab and when i found the salvation army um they had an in-house program called arc took me three times to get in there I finally got in the program and ended up in downtown Orlando at their shelter for the homeless. On the third day, I was in the house. I started over lockdown for 30 days at the Salvation Army. You can't go anywhere for the first 30 days. 
and lasted two weeks, ended up in the hospital for three days, found out I was going to have to start taking insulin. The good thing was now I was working a new recovery program. Their uh, their recovery program is to celebrate recovery, step study. Mm-hmm. So they throw you right into that. So you're right, you know, you start with the celebrate recovery step study. And they just keep you busy doing that step study, which lasts six months, you know, or to a year, depending on how the speed of it. But they had it to that point. And that's when I started anew and with Christ at the center. I had to leave it all up to him for help. So that's when, you know, I got to that point where I was, I had hit bottom. And I, I had to, you know, I had no other choice. It was like, I wanted to get my soul ready for the Lord because I thought I was going to drop dead any day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, there's that, that song by uh, The Stairway to Heaven. It says, you have, you know, there's a road you can go on, but in the end, you in the long run, you can change the road you're on or whatever. So, yeah, I decided to do that. And I, I focused on Christ as the center. And Celebrate Recovery is a Christ-centered recovery program. So it all made sense to me that way. But, um, you know, I had to put down uh, music. I mean, I felt like Jonah. I spit out of the belly of the whale. <laughs> Still alive, but grateful to serve him. And that's when I learned how to serve the Lord is through them. Salvation Army and um, I started leading a prayer meeting a prayer group on Saturday nights after bingo and it was funny <laughs> everybody's all fired up with bingo and went in and making money and all that and then I'd be like time to go pray <laughs> don't be a, going out outside and getting in to, trouble tough yeah. act to follow let's fall bingo. on our knees alright <laughs> go straight home yeah, yeah. And, and don't forget uh, when the whale spit uh, Jonah uh, Jonah out of the whale. He spit him out where he was supposed to be. Wow. Yep. Sure did. There you go. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what happened to me because it ended up, you know, I mean, I laid down music. You know, before that, I was a heavy metal hard rocker uh, for many years. I started uh, recording and performing back, you know, in my 20s, but became a recording artist uh, in 1994, came out with a CD, and it was all about me. It was, you know, me or the high, you know, me or nothing at all. I didn't have God, I didn't include God in this. So it ended up in shambles. It usually yeah, does. Just, yeah, it usually yeah. does, doesn't it, brother? Yes, it does. Oh, yeah. I spent like three and a half years in jail. I never ended up in prison, but thank the Lord, I. It was just jail, but on and off, in and out. I got caught up in that system, too. So not only my health, but that. It just, you know, I was just running running on all the way to empty. So, But now I had that opportunity. Um, I was in a metal and hard rock, a little classical, but not with Christ included. Now, After five months there, I started building my strength and was going through the step study. I had the opportunity to step in and play with their, the Salvation Army or the Celebrate Recovery Band called One Accord. And through Jeff Johnson, which God bless, he's rest his heart. He he passed away last year, but um, 
he's remembered in a great way. He he led a thousands of people to the Lord through recovery. And um, was he at a FUMC? No, Jeff Johnson was the leader uh, at down at Salvation Army. Oh, at Salvation Army. Okay. Yeah, all right. He was the leader of the band for Celebrate Recovery. Gotcha. Like like Bo is the leader, right? Okay. For our band right now. So, God's Word, playing music, godly music, and the Salvation Army program, and the people I was around, true believers in Christ. Wow. Why had I not tried this before? I mean, it, it just so works so well. It just blows your mind. It does. <laughs> I got that, that connection with the Lord. I was told about restoration from God and Christ, and now it was happening in my life. This was back in 2012 to 2013. It was, it was me having to make the choice, though, to follow Jesus and admit I had a problem and had issues to God in order to receive his loving grace. After getting sober-minded, I, I could do God's will and please him with my talents and service. I memorized the principles, started working them into my life. Principle three is my favorite out of the eight principles that we use. Uh, also started serving and leading in small groups at the Salvation Army Celebrate Recovery. Then the music began taking off. God was opening doors. I mean, I was supposed to go out and get a normal job, and God was like shutting the doors. Every time I'd get a job, he would have us go out and play somewhere. So we would be gone for a couple of days. And then I'd come back and I wouldn't have the job because <laughs> I'd been gone playing music. <laughs> it happened several times. It's usually and the we, way we it went, works, you know. Yeah, we went all over the place, man, playing. So God was using the band and using the music. And I, I just had to realize that I had to start leaving it up to him instead of going back in the world and doing things my way. So that's how I ended up in Claremont because of my parents. They uh, had retired here at the African Inland Mission. They're mm -hmm. retired uh, medical missionaries for uh, 34 years. Speaking of parents, how's hey, Mama? Mama is doing better. She's resting and so is my dad because he had been uh, looking over her you know, sure. for two weeks. She was sick. Oh, wow. And, you know, I'd come in once in a while, but he was there with her, you know, and actually this little break gave him a break so she's building strength he's building strength she'll be discharged tomorrow or oh, praise the lord fantastic we've been praying for we've her. Been praying thank for you yeah prayer yeah, we saw the Absolutely. picture that yeah okay yeah facebook's a great tool for stuff like that, that i know, know. You better believe it i know i you know it's awesome for that it does work and it was, that's it was funny craig because that particular day that i read it it was like we had about four or five friends that were just calling out for prayer on Facebook. I mean, I literally on my feed was just scrolling through them and I just started praying immediately, you know, so you can use any platform as a ministry. You know what I mean? Boom. You can, yeah, you can yeah. have a prayer ministry and just be praying for people. Yeah. And you know, if, if you have friends all over the world, they'll be, they'll be getting the same notifications too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Go tell it on the mountain, right? Go tell it on the Amen mountain. That's that, what I, so I'm thinking now, you know, I mean, it, it. so, but that starts first with our choice to choose Jesus Christ, our Lord, not only our Lord, but our personal Savior. 
It's not about, you know, following a religious uh, system or whatever. It's about having Jesus as your friend. You know, your best friend. Mm -hmm. And the way he's spoken to me is through the Bible, man. It's like a communicator for me. I don't look at it as a history book. I mean, I know it is a historical fact, but it's, he actually pulls verses right out of the Old Testament talking to me directly about what's going on in my life. I get I get direction that way through the Word. Happens to me all the time. Oh, I, I, sometimes something? I'll just open right up to something in the Bible, then yeah. bam, there it is. Isn't that cool? God has given us that. That's, I, well, I that's the instruction manual, you know? Yeah, I think you get them eyes when you you uh, let the Holy Spirit come into your life too. The Holy Spirit opens your eyes. I, I think he think does, and I think uh, he that's the catalyst for bringing the word to life. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's the catalyst. Oops, sorry, I didn't mean to hit that. <laughs> so I mean, you know, the Bible is our sword. So and our shield. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I sing about that in one of my Double songs. Double-edged. Yeah, man. <laughs> it's not talking Noreco, man. <laughs> so, uh, next it was time for me to leave the Salvation Army and opportunity to come to Claremont and serve the Lord here at the AIM Christ-centered, once again, Christ-centered media community. They had a retirement community. They have it over here in Mineola on the lake. And it's really beautiful. You, you wouldn't realize that there's a bunch of aged missionaries that have worked all their life and given their all their life to help people in Africa hanging out and living in, the, in this community. But to me, it's so, it was like a dream because I never realized I would be able to connect with all these people that I knew when I was a kid when I lived in Africa. Wow. That's really cool. <laughs> You're still going there, aren't you? Like, yeah, I served there. Still playing there once a week, or I don't know. I don't. I don't. No, I have. A, well, we can get into that, but I have a health issue right now with my leg, so I've been taking a break. Well, I was going to ask you about that. I know you've been. You were in the hospital just recently, and yeah, eight days. I ended up in the hospital. Wow, brother, with an infection to my bone. Oh, on my shin, right on my shin, oh. on my right leg. Started with a scratch. We were at the studio recording for the next CD, which will be coming out next year. Um, And I scratched my leg somehow. And I got home and, you know, I normally just heal from them. You know, it takes a while because I'm diabetic. Right. Uh But by the end of the week, I looked at it and I'm like, I saw white and red. And I'm like, man, this is getting infected. That ain't looking right. So I ran, you know, first to my dad because he's a retired surgeon, you know, doctor, and put me on some antibiotics. And then by the middle of the week, I my my primary doctor put me on different antibiotics. And by the end of that week, which was September first, uh, I went to the ER because it just it hurt so bad, and uh, they uh, threw me into the hospital and t- held me there for five days. You know, that's how my father passed away. So um, he had, you know, he lives, he lived in a third world country because by choice he retired. Okay, yeah. We've talked about it before because it's the Seychelles Islands, you know. Oh, yeah. Beautiful, right? Paradise. Yeah, paradise. Exactly. Very close Seychelles? to the coast of Mom, Africa. Yeah, Mombasa. That's where I used to go. Yeah. 
So he, I, he must have stepped on something uh, and not realized it, but it started it with a toe. Mm-hmm. And then it started to go up his foot and it ended up going gangrene. <sighs> but they had started medication on him and they kept telling him to take this medication and it wasn't doing enough. You know, and sometimes that's the case. So we're so blessed to live in a country like the U.S. where you can get prompt medical attention and they'll monitor you and tell you when, you know, it's not going right that's or true. in the right direction. Because that's what happened. I mean, I was in the hospital five days. They let me out. And then they set me up to go to the Open Wound Center. And I set an appointment for them. But it was until next week. So I was instructed. I had a home nurse come. And, and they only come once a week because of the insurance. And she instructed me how to clean it and what to do to dress it. So I started doing that, and by the time I got to the Open Wound Center the next week, they took one look at it and said, gangrene. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, serious? She says, this looks gangrene. And she said, you come come back here in two days. So I went home, and I was on antibiotics orally. That had to be a long two days. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, and I come back, and the doctor looks at it, and he says, go to the ER right now. So I went to the ER. And um, they put me back in the hospital. They ran an MRI and found out that the infection had gotten to the bone. And they were just pumping me with antibiotics intravenously. You know, that first five days and now this two days, three days. And um, then they decided, you know what, we're just going to have to put a pick line in you. And you're going to have to take antibiotics all the time, every day. For six weeks. So I ended up out of there and with oh. a pick line going into my neck of my heart. And yep. I had to pump oh, well. antibiotics in it. I got them delivered to my house. Well, to get the little bulbs, you know, that inter- fuse automatically and just hook it up. And- no, no, this was syringes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I had a little no. line. When so that, I did that for six weeks. When that nurse told you come back in two days i would have said uh-uh i'm going to the hospital now oh <laughs> yeah i don't know that i could have waited two no, days i would have no. drove everybody crazy no <laughs> no i would have no i've been stressed my dad oh. actually ended up losing his leg from the knee down that's yeah i could have done that could have happened yeah from the knee down because it's spread up you know all the way up to the knee and um he was pretty old when this happened he was 84 already oh Oh, wow so he survived the surgery but then he passed a couple of days after really from the infection no it would have probably been from just the stress of the surgery and the the grief of losing his leg and and so forth yeah it's traumatic yeah i can imagine losing my leg but this journey has just been like, you know, and the whole time you're like, in my mind, I'm like, what did I do wrong, Lord? Why am I being punished? You know, I'm like, why are you doing this to me? I mean, I was cel- it was the week of my birthday. I was celebrating six years clean and sober. I had a gig coming up that weekend. You know what I mean? It was my birthday. Everything. I remember you were supposed to, you were scheduled to play with us that Sunday, and that's how I found out about it, was Mike made an announcement to everybody, Ah, and then you went back in the second time, and then everybody 
Whoa. started to freak out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The gangrene thing. Yeah, the gangrene thing. And it, it was actually not gangrene, uh, but it, the infection had gotten to the bone. So Probably why it was so god awful painful. Oh, Man, once my it gets gosh. to the bone, dude, oh, right man, on your holy shin. Holy smokes. I went through, I know, and this whole time, I'm like, Lord, what you've got to help me here understand what the why you would let this happen, you know. I've been serving you for five years here in Claremont, and I was, you know, marking my five year, uh, whatever you call it, celebration annual, whatever, and um. You know, the Lord just instructed me to stay and, you know, just be still and just be consistent and trust in Him. And, you know, that no matter what the circumstances, trusting in the Lord is the most important thing to do. Amen to that. We try to take control of things, you know, especially when it gets bad. It's funny to hear you say those words because he's been impressing the same thing on my heart is that trust is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Trusting him is the most important thing. Really? Mm Because it's interesting, the center, the very center verse of the Bible, if you did all the mathematics or whatever and added up all the verses and the chapters and everything, the very center verse of the Bible is Psalms 118.8, which Mm -hmm. says, it's better to trust in the Lord than in mankind. I did not know that. It is. Yeah. Psalm 118? Yeah. 118.8. That's yeah. cool. That's the Sanderverse. That's the main deal. And it's huge. And it it's huge because, I mean, you know, you're talking about the Lord here, Jesus Christ, creator of the universe, king of kings here. And, you know, I mean, that's... It's, Son of God, and uh, you know we celebrate his uh, his birth here for Christmas. That's really cool. I think that's yeah, that's an awesome thing to do. But um, anyhow, what was I saying? So I wanted to read that verse for yeah. everybody. Oh yeah, read I was it. Pulling it up. Pull it up. Uh, so Psalm one eighteen verse eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in people. <laughs> that's it yep that's the new living translation version that's yeah but it's the same thing man i mean mm-hmm. out of all you know and that and i saw that through the the darkness and the pain and the suffering how it's so easy to uh to you know it, you have two paths you can go right here. And I think this has a lot to do with the end times, which we are in the end times. Because, I mean, all the stuff that's happening around the world, I keep an eye on that because of my dad and being all into revelations and stuff. And seeing everything happen, and we are have the, we actually have the opportunity to watch a, a lot of prophecies coming true and a lot of the end time events occurring in our, in our around the world. And... Uh, it's the time to totally, you know, put trust in the Lord. Because the Bible says that man will get so mad at God that they will shake their fists at him and curse in his name. Blaming him for everything instead of seeing him as the Savior, pulling us out of the situations that we're in. We're blaming him. Because that's what I used to do when I was in, you know, in the dark side, when I was serving the dark side and drinking and, you know, doing my thing, 
drugs, you know, all kinds of far out drugs and stuff. It was always blaming God for losing my marriage, losing my children, you know, losing my money, thousands and thousands of dollars, you know what I mean? It was it's easier. all his fault. It Thanks a lot, Lord. You know, it's like, easier to blame him than to blame yourself. Right? Yeah. yeah, but it was a form. Of, if you think about it, you were just blaming him a couple minutes ago about this. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. And we have to realize that just like you know, there was an there were earthquakes. You know, there's earthquake a lot of earthquakes going on. Mm-hmm. And a lot of flooding mm-hmm. going on. And California's on fire. Oh, yeah. What about that? Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest with you, if you look at it from God's point or perspective, is that this stuff was going to happen. It's not his fault that you decided to move there and build a house there. Mm-hmm. It would have happened even if you didn't build your house there. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> we got to think of it a different way. <laughs> It's, you know, hey, I mean, it, it just, it happens to be, that's where the earthquake's going to happen, or that's where the fire's going to happen. You got to accept it. I mean, you were the one who built the house there. It's not oh, God's yeah. fault. Exactly. <laughs> I always cling on to the verse that, you know, he has plans to prosper us and grow us yeah, and not to hurt us. Yeah, I share that today, Jeremiah 29, 11. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because, not to hurt us. Yeah, because sometimes us. it's easy when your physical circumstances get, knocked off your feet to instantly want to go to that blame or want to go and feel sorry about the situation, not realizing that God is going to use this as an opportunity to grow you in your life, grow you in your spiritual life and your spiritual walk and really do some major changes deep inside of you. Uh Like it's true growth. Yes. Um, And it's, it's painful and it's hurt. It hurts, you know, and of course we're resistant to it, but that's why the trust is so important. Amen. You know, and I have a friend that she's, she's just so amazing. She's like, whatever it takes, God, just go ahead and do it. I don't have the strength to pray that type of a Mm -hmm. prayer. I don't because I, I definitely have that fear of the Lord, you know, knowing what he could do to me, what, you know. He could take it all. Yeah. And he would still be God, just mm-hmm. as just. Mm-hmm. You it's know? really the only fear we're allowed to have. Yeah. You know, there is healthy fear. Healthy fear. But, you know, yeah. fear and trembling. Yeah. Reverence. That's, that's, it's respect. Right. Fear is more of a respect world, right. word. Uh, then because I had that spirit of fear since I was a kid in second grade is when I, I actually, accumulated that spirit of fear and that that went with me all the way to uh 11th grade until i was riding my motorcycle and got in a wreck i got t-boned an older lady she didn't see me and i landed on my head and was in a coma for two weeks and then when i came out of that coma i had actually learned a bible verse before the wreck uh, isaiah forty-one ten, and it had to be that was the first thing in my mind when I came out of the uh, coma was Isaiah forty one ten. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, I will help thee, I'll uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Funny thing is, is that was implanted in my brain and it was not gonna leave. 
even as far as I ran and, and went away from the Lord, <laughs> I could not get rid of that Bible, that Bible verse. Mm-hmm. So now, after all these years, at 47, I went to the Salvation Army, and I had to have a life verse. And guess what? That was my life verse. I already had it. <laughs> <laughs> and here I was using it for the Lord. And, and that's why I was saying after five months, the Lord gave me the opportunity to start playing with this band called One Accord. And I learned uh, the style of contemporary Christian music. And I was amazed at all the guitar work in this music. And I was like, wow, I didn't realize that it had changed so much since when I, you know, knew about the it. Well, that style. was like me. The on, hymn style, yeah. It's like me on drums, you know, drums oh, yeah. have evolved Huge. in Christian music now. Yeah. I mean, it is, drums are monstrous. Oh, they are. You yeah, know, that's so cool. killer participation now. It's not just keeping the backbeat way in the back in yeah. the mix, man. They are out front and forward, boom, front and center. That's awesome. That is, you know, drums are important. That's the fuel that feeds us, man. I, I uh, you know, when you're playing your drums, and I'm very impressed with your playing, by the way. Oh, thank you, brother. Um, I I lean on you as far as with the tempo and with the, the parts that you know, they, it's all got to work together. It's like a big machine, you know, mm-hmm. running when we're playing together. Mm-hmm. So that that's really cool. When, uh, yeah, when you, I mean, I had to. When you you're in the pocket is what they say. Yeah, <laughs> in the pocket. I really had to learn all over again though when I started. Oh, did you? Yeah, playing praise and worship. You know, I'm a. Oh yeah, I come from the Clint Brown era. You oh. know, I mean, I grew up on Bobby Jones gospel. I mean, it was a lot of it was oh, way the different. Blackwood yeah. Brothers. Yeah, brother. <laughs> I grew up on that stuff, man. Oh, I thought I had a black mama. <laughs> I really did, man. Like, I love me some gospel, you know, some mass choir and mm-hmm. stuff like that, uh, man. But uh, don't get me started on that. But I had to re, you know, think the way I played, you know, with because everything is really tom based and and uh, almost African rhythmic. That's in cool. a lot of ways. I've seen a lot. I love Africans playing their drums, man. It's amazing. That the you know the feel they have to that, some of it can be a little frightening, but you know it's it's just amazing to watch them do you know play them drums. They don't use sticks; they use their hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> excuse me. So anyhow, after I came to Claremont, I was willing to serve the Lord and try to understand how to live like a missionary. I wanted to understand why my parents gave up everything i mean my dad being a surgeon and my mom a nurse you know they could have had great jobs here and made millions of you know not i don't know a lot of money you know and we could have lived pretty and i could have been a spoiled rich kid and but you know once again my dad had hit a a bottom i mean he was super successful he was that surgeon in the in the American way, he had a whole town of Greensville, Ohio. That was his territory, and we lived on a big his family's ranch. And um, he made a few wrong choices, and uh, realized that you know he hit bottom, his bottom, you know, and he had a repentant heart like David and. 
uh, from that, that was the point where I can remember us changing to going to Africa and, and them wanting to serve the Lord in Africa. So that's that's the point where life changed for us because we started moving around and then. How old was your dad during that time frame? Ah, that's a good question. Wow, I think forties. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. I was like ten. So he's pretty much at the pinnacle of his career. Yeah. And then he makes this choice to go to Africa. Wait. Well, yeah. But he was about to lose, he was about, he made a bad mistake. And from that, you know, it's just like we all make bad choices. And We do? Yeah. We, <laughs> ah, did I say all? I'm sorry. <laughs> Not all. <laughs> hey, I'm willing to admit that I have issues. Hey, so I'm wearing the shirt. You think? Yes, you I have issues. You're in good company, buddy. Hey, uh, I got right. Pastor Don gave me one of those. Me oh, too. Yeah. When we spoke. Oh, did you get one too, Mike? I did. But I celebrate recovery. That's on the back. Amen to that. Uh, but that, like that, you know, we we have a choice, and and there's a lot of important men in the Bible that had that did the same thing. And it was that choice to start serving the Lord and doing His will instead of our will that changed everything. And it was the same in your life, too. The same in my life. Same in my dad and mom's life and everything. So, you know, hey, um, it's just putting that trust in the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. Go tell on the mountains. (laughs) He will and do that. So that's what I do now. I evangelize through music. Actually, I, I, I've come to the point where I can safely say I use heavy rock as family friendly, you know. So I, I have the ability to go to venues and show them what God's done in my life. But I can play, you know, in church or I can play wherever, you know, God wants me to. So. Amen to that. I've seen you do it. Yeah, man. He can pick up a, a guitar. Yes, he can. <laughs> Quite well. Yes, he can. Yeah, that. Well, I've been playing since I was like fourteen, so I'm fifty three now. Mm. Unfortunately, he's got to play sitting down, but he does right does now just because as well. of my leg. Yeah, but that that that's healing. It, my leg's almost healed to a point where I can get a skin graft and carry on, or just let it grow and have a big scar on my leg, but. Whatever. You're very blessed that it's healing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. That it didn't go the other direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear it can go bad real quick. So. Yes, it can. And well, yeah. guys, uh, if I could switch gears for just a second. Uh, sure. We've got somebody on Mixler that's been listening the whole time and uh, is really touched by your story, Craig, mm-hmm. and uh, sent in a, a prayer request. Okay. And uh, it says, I've been really sick with kidney infection. Uh, passing kidney stones. I'm getting better. No more stones. I had a 104 fever mm. Friday and had a seizure. Oh my goodness! Oh my uh, was in ER Saturday morning. My son was alone with me. He brought me back to consciousness. Wow! So they're asking for prayer. So yeah, is there name a first Jesus. name? Yeah, but. Okay. You want to yeah, lead us in prayer. prayer, there, Craig? Yeah, Craig. Would you you want to sure. you want to pray? Yeah. It keep, keep it is a mind. female. 
It's a female? Yeah. All right. And keep, and keep in mind the sickness there and everything. So go for it. Dear me, Father, um, you have told us through your word that ask and you shall receive. Lord, we, we pray for this lady and the issues she's having health-wise with her kidney stones and sicknesses, Lord, that you will just touch her with your hand and let her uh, just have faith and trust in you that your will, your will will be done. And just hang on to whatever Bible verse that comes to her mind, Lord, that I, I can share, fear thou not. For God is with you. Be not dismayed, for he is your God. He is my God. He is our God. And he will be with us and help us and restore us and strengthen us so that the fear of this world can be cast out. And you can know that if you do put your trust in the Lord, that his will will be done and it will not be to harm us, but to have us succeed. That's what the word tells us. So we just cast out all disease and sickness and the kidney stones and the pain and the, and the desperation, Lord Jesus. We just touch her heart and calm her that she knows that you're with her. Just praise you for that, Lord. Thank you for being here for us. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just put your hands on her, Lord. Healer, lift her up. Amen. Father, we trust in you. And we just ask that you show her what you want her to see through this whole experience, Lord. And reveal to her. We just thank you and we trust you, Lord. Let it be a testimony of your amazing grace. Amen. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So be it. Yes, sir. Thank mm -hmm. you. That was awesome. The hair standing up on my The interesting thing is, it's a long time ago when I was in a band at school before I graduated after the wreck and the fact that i had this first in my mind i was playing out with a band uh we, we had called free spirit from uh the school i was going to we were at a church playing and i shared that verse and this lady stood up and said man some about her arm or something that she was healed <laughs> i'm like well, okay whoa <laughs> He can show up anywhere. Yeah. I'm yeah like, uh, that's wild. Well, he says his, his word won't return void. So there you go. There you go. Fear thou not. Yeah. That's, so I have a I have a song called Fear Thou Not. For it is true. The Lord my God's going to be with you. Be not dismayed nor afraid. For it, it is true. The Lord my God will be with you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's a fun one to play. They're all fun to play with you, brother. <laughs> yeah, I'm really enjoying serving a little bit of music. I mean, it's been huge with Centropy Music. That's Centropy. That's Center and Entropy put together. 
and it's you know the entropy part is you know you have your yin and your yang or whatever you want to call it the the major and the minor and how we mix them and put them together to write music and songs and how it associates with our feelings you know and how we have to have some kind of order so the center the center is meaning that we have a set every song is a center note and that center note is where we get the direction for all the other notes so if we see that with the Lord as the center of our life, and that's how we get our direction, and that's how we get the good music, is from having the Lord, the middle C, the major, C major. I'm learning a lot about centers tonight. <laughs> the center verse of the Bible. That's there right. Center Entropy, note. Yeah. Center note. Centropy. Centropy. Center of the universe. Center of the universe. How about that? Yeah. Christ-centered recovery program. Christ-centered recovery program. Christ-centered community. AIM media. Community. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> this is this is something this is something that I call centro centro. I'm a centropologist. It's centropology that. <laughs> I'm, I'm a professor of centropology. Uh, you've gone to a new level, man. We'd have to get coffee and stay well, up all night. Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, as long as Jesus' name is uh, exalted, then what, what else can we do? That's what really does, what all does that entropy matters. mean? Entropy is a law of physics. Mm -hmm. it, uh, every reaction has an opposite reaction. You know, when you listen to music, you hear major music, it sounds happy and bright, and then minor sounds sad and dark, more emotional. But the funny thing is, is they, they're relative. Every major has a relative minor. Every minor has a relative major at the same time. So while you're playing minor and sad and stuff, you're playing major at the same time. It's just you're on a different... Uh, you're just at a different uh, scale tone. As well. Yeah, you have to be into the music theory, but it's the truth. It, it's how it works. It's it kind of wild. Kind of made me think about how things on Earth are like a shadow of what's in heaven. There you go. You know, yeah, it relates. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're relative. So we use the word relative a lot in theory, music theory, and um, so. And numbers. We use a lot of numbers in music theory. Numbers work very well with music. Hmm. <laughs> Mike's over here going, wow. Okay. Yeah, Mike, Mike's a number guy. <laughs> oh, you are? You're a number guy? <laughs> yes. Oh, and, and I know Jesus is big on numbers, too. Very big. Well, you got that right. And that's why music reflects the Lord, because one... The first note of the scale is the same as the last note of the scale. Do, re, mi, fa, so, la, ti, do. So one is the same as eight. I see one as the father and eight as Jesus. So if we're looking but, at a keyboard. Yeah. So one is middle C uh -huh. and eight is. It's high C. Is high or C. Or you can go backwards to low C. It's an octave distance, what an they call octave. it. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is one is eight, but eight is one. They're the same because mm -hmm. they're relative. Get it? They're, <laughs> Jesus is God and Jesus is the father, but he's Jesus. You know what I mean? They're different, but they're the same. Mm -hmm. hmm. That's, That's pretty deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wow, <laughs> man. 
Well, I've been a musician all my life, and never have I heard that before. Oh, wow. That is Isn't super huge? cool. It yeah, is it's very huge. cool. That's super cool. I've never heard uh, the Trinity explained in musical terms before, you know. Oh, there you go. God the Father, the Holy Spirit, you know, but, you know, Jesus and the Father being the same, obviously. Yes, they are. The music, right. uh, that just uh, mind-blown yet again. It is. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Hashtag yeah, and mind blown. And, and, and when we talk as a musician, I can say a second or I can call it a ninth. That makes sense. One second be, is a ninth. A ninth is a second. They're the same. Mm-hmm. But it's just how you, what you do with it. Is it a ninth that you do something different with it, with that second note? In a second, you do something different with it than a ninth. So, you know what I mean? You can be a 13. But a thirteenth chord, but it's actually a could be a, a third. Isn't that how they do it in Nashville? Yeah, like they the use Nashville a number system. Number system, yeah. Well, the, the things that is is the numbers never change. So when they, I'm getting into theory. How about that? Um, you but, can, you enjoy it though. I can tell. You oh, just, it's in me. Yeah, I have all, a passion you for get all teaching. Turkey when we it ask. is. It's so cool. <laughs> Especially now that you know, I associate Christ as the C, the center, wow, middle C. You know, mm-hmm. that is so cool. But all the major scales copy the, the C major scale. So as long as I use the numbers and the numbers work for the C major scale, guess what? They work for every major scale. So the numbers numbers never change. So you can use a number system, just change the key, but use the same number system because they all copy C major anyhow. Yeah. Okay. Real quick. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mike and my wife are over there like, okay, you guys just. Uh, it's just amazing with me being willing to serve him here. He blessed me tremendously. I was reunited with the people who knew me as a child in Africa. Uh, this place is the core for what happened in my life right now. It's happening right now. I found Celebrate Recovery here at FUMC by a missionary of that community. And I play guitar here and have been playing here for five years now. Five years, two months, two and a half months. And I think it should be noted that FUMC has an amazing Celebrate Recovery program. They do. They do. So if somebody is looking for a good one that's local, um, that's a good one. And what's really neat is that they started that Celebrate Recovery program four days after I went into the Salvation Army. That's amazing. God so had it all timed God out. God had it all yes, timed out as long as I chose the right path. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everything lined up. It's kind of cool <laughs> how cool. we got hooked up with them because we had Pastor Dawn who was heading it up at that time. Oh, and yeah. She came on our show to on God Stories Radio. Yeah. And this is prior to her meeting Scott and being married and all that. And she came and gave her testimony and then invited us in turn. We went there. Were yeah, you there that night? Yeah, when, we get, when you gave your we, testimony. We were able to give there. our testimony. That was cool. Me and Mikey and Trish. And I tell you, ever since then, I mean, those are my peeps. I mean, ever since, you know, at real life. I mean, the program saved my life. I mean, it's just, you know, awesome. Mikey being at the door. That's you know, awesome. And uh, so they're, 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 those folks are my peeps. And uh, I tell you, anytime we get somebody from that program, I'd love for him to come on the show. For sure. You know, the testimonies the are always riveting. All right. And they have it on Thursday night there, right? Yes, yes they do. 7 o'clock. 
Yeah, I'll nice be jamming. Let us borrow uh, Craig tonight. And yeah, they're located, I like playing guitar. They're right. located in downtown Claremont. Yep. Off 957th of Street. 957th Street? Street. Gotcha. Claremont, Florida. 34711. If you go there, by there right now, you still might be able to get a Christmas tree out front there. I know Mac was doing Christmas trees out there. Uh, yeah, they're, they're selling free. Christmas trees out there now. But the thing is, is I actually knew Mike before I knew you, because Mike was backstage when I was playing guitar over oh, yeah. in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was one of the sound backstage. guys. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm not a sound guy. I was the... Oh. Everybody, everybody that went on stage had to go through me. Yeah, I remember that. He was like more of a commander, you know? Yeah. Commander right. in chief. You're on. <laughs> yeah. Where's the pastor? Get him out there. Get him out there. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was a great uh, learning experience to, to learn and be able to, to jam at real life, start serving the Lord there, and then also at First United Methodist with the Celebrate Recovery. And then the praise and worship that came after that. They heard about me, and then Mike was like, "Hey, man, you <laughs> come on over here." So it yeah, all worked fantastic. according to God's timing, and I just put my trust in the Lord. So through music, I've connected with both churches and community. Ability to lead at Celebrate Recovery here at the, at in Claremont at FUMC. I use my guitar and testimony of recovery to help others find the way to Christ at the center. Outreaching into the community with music has been awesome. God opened doors for me to jam with two praise and worship bands, the FUMC praise and worship band and the CR band. With these bands, I've been able to help us uh, get out into the community through what's called the Pig on the Pond event mm -hmm. uh, and also the Claremont Music Festival, both large events in the community, which we have played out. At for four years now. Isn't there something coming up like next week? Oh, that's the parade. We'll have a Celebrate Recovery float at the parade. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, no entertainment. Maybe play on the float. Is it, well, isn't there uh, a music thing enough, going on? Uh, it usually is. Oh, is there? I didn't know. Usually is. Well, you sent me something. Oh, A&K was doing a worship night. Oh, that's there. what it is. That okay. was uh, last week. Oh, oh, it was last week? Yeah. It was probably Friday night. Yeah, it yeah, was. I, I got to work Friday nights. Yeah. So God also gave me the ability to play guitar, acoustic guitar for the residents at what's called Superior Memory Care, sharing the gift of music and the saving grace of Jesus Christ. And it's amazing to see these people who are in the memory care, which are locked in there, and that's their life. It's just living in these centers, retirement centers, and uh, they their mind's pretty much gone. And yeah, when I come in there and start playing music, we do the hymns and go tell it on the mountain and all that. They just get right into it, man. It's just they love it. They eat it up. So mm -hmm. music has a way of triggering your mind to, you know, do things and, and remember yeah, it's things. It's the universal language. It's the universal language. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. So that's because it's made by Jesus Christ. He is the yeah. Lord of it, no matter how we use it. It's just like a metal. We can use metal to make a gun or we can use metal to make a spoon. You know what I mean? It, you know, so, I mean, depending on, and guns are, you have their rightful place. And a spoon has this rightful place too, but they all, but they both have bad places that you can use them. 
<laughs> I've used sure. them both in bad yeah, ways. Absolutely. <laughs> a spoon and a gun. Yeah, yeah I just got that wow. visual. I just got that visual, Craig. I'm yeah. <laughs> no, raise your hand if anything gets too graphic. Okay. Yeah, but. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, opportunity with that. And then I also, I've been teaching music for me since the 90s. And God uh, blessed me with the way of teaching. And I use the teaching abilities to help people. And like single mothers with children, I go to their houses and teach the kids how to play music, piano cool. or guitar. It's fantastic. Yes. And then um, I uh, do some private lessons. So I'm, I, depending on, it has to be a God thing anymore. I'm not doing it like, I don't want 40 students a week anymore. You know, I'm semi-retired. So a couple of students is all I need right now. So. That's great, but I'm willing. Man. I mean, if anybody wants to talk about it, if it's the Lord's will, it'll happen. Amen. Yeah. Your work is not done, my brother. No, 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 no. No. None he of us. No, it's done until time. we're dead, man. He has I'll saved be you a time or two. Yes, sir. Working on a second CD for Plate. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, man. That'll be out hopefully next year. Fantastic. One of these days, I'm going to get over to that studio with you. Why don't you? I Check would it out. welcome you. I'm not scared. Okay, cool. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah, it would. It's over by St. Pete Beach. So, Oh, wow. If you want to make a day out of it, you know. Yeah. We love it out there. <laughs> Do you really? Oh, That's where we goodness. got married. Man. We love it over there. Yeah. Oh, and I got wow. some musician friends that. Uh, it's a nice beach. Play yeah. smooth jazz we and stuff our- over there. Big wedding out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, we were. We had our small wedding, and then we had our big wedding. So our big wedding was in St. Pete Beach. Yeah. Well, you know, that's the thing that helped get me associated with you all. Is I had the opportunity to lead a praise and worship band at the Valentine's uh, party at Real Life. And that's where you, Fritz uh, proposed to yeah. Tina. Yep. And he so played drums, and I got so to play with him on drums for the first time. <laughs> that was the first time we jammed. Yeah. And I was awesome like, wow, was this guy's great, man. We clicked. Bingo. <laughs> and what do you know? Here we are. And here we are. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> I know that was neat what uh, uh, Bo said the other night about how you you meet somebody, and you and you and um, <laughs> some people you are just kind of, you know, you kind of just forget about them. And then there's some people in your life that you... That you hope uh, your paths cross again. Yeah, exactly. And that was neat. I don't know quite how he said it. Were you there when yeah, he said that? Yeah. yeah. That was that was a blessing. Yeah. Uh, I take that as a, a major compliment. So. Well, you know, I did want to mention, it was interesting how God brought Bo into my life. Uh, it, you know, it was through outreach that I ended up playing with him at a couple gigs out in uh, uh, Groveland. At the Universal Church, or I think it's what's it called? International Church. We used to play at real life about the same time you were. Yeah, right before me. Okay. I never played with him. All right. I was there for yeah. with Steve. Cardwell, I did, yeah. But you played with him, yeah. I played with Bo many times, yeah, at real life. Yeah, I missed him there. But I ended up running into him over there because we did a fall festival together and he played drums. And I was like, wow, this guy plays drums pretty good. Yeah. But then I did the Jesus run with him. And that's where he uh, showed, you know, his his singing and leadership to music, praise and worship. And I, I knew there was going to be a time when we run into each other, but I never imagined it would be at FUMC. And then what do you know? Yeah. 
Bingo, here he is. He's leading the whole group. I know, who thought group. that? You know, that uh, you'd Starting be teaming up service. for uh, praise and worship together. as Making loud noise. It's wonderful. Called Awaken. <laughs> it's just wonderful, man. So, wow. it's just a lot of good fruit. I mean, I can go on and on and on about all the good fruit. So, that's giving me the strength to carry on and get through this leg issue. Especially with the friends I have and the support from y'all. Yeah, man, buddy. Uh, we were... Uh, yeah, we're a prayer chaining you up, buddy. Good. Well, it worked. I didn't lose my well, legs. Well, we miss so. you too. You know, uh, it's you're a yeah, you're a, a staple there on stage. You know, we yeah. we miss you. We expect you to come up those stairs, and <laughs> when we don't see, you, it's like, wow, where's Craig? Oh yeah, you know. Well, you know, I'll tell you. To be honest with you, it was a break, and that break gave me opportunity to get a little closer to God, and learn to to be patient, and listen to Him more. Because so I got sometimes complacent. He, sometimes he orchestrates those things. And that's what I believe. For happened. you to do that. I believe that. I know. I believe that. Because everything was going my way and the way I wanted it that week when it happened. <laughs> it was like, what in the world? How could this happen? Wow. And it did. And, uh, you know, I had to take it like a grain of salt. I could either take it and blame God and get mad and relapse or do something bad. Or I'm just going to take it and I'm going to take that green and just meditate on it and trust in him and bingo. Here I am. So that's what Praise Yep. Lord. Your work's not done, baby. Go tell it on the mountain. And we're going to go tell <laughs> it on the mountain. <laughs> ah, yeah. I think that yeah, might be the. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Dun, dun, okay. dun, 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 dun. Wow, man. What a great session. Appreciate yeah. everybody hanging out with us. Uh, been an hour and 10 minutes. Wow. Um, Awesome. Uh, we're just having a ball, man. We could just be here all, <laughs> all night with some coffee. But uh, yeah, really, we just appreciate you. And we thank you for the prayers. And we hope that everybody out there had a extraordinary Thanksgiving. And uh, I had we, three Thanksgivings. Fan. <laughs> well, Mikey had two. Yeah, two. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I was so I only had one, but I was thankful. Oh, yeah. And certainly Tina was, too. Yeah. Absolutely. So I was grateful to get the rest. It was really nice to. Did get you have a, a meal here? Or yeah, we just did oh, a meal. Aubrey came everything? over and everything. And oh, how many people did you have? Oh, just the family. Okay. It was five of us. That's awesome. That was it. That's a blessing. You have five people. Uh, I know, right? Like it that. was. It was nice. It was a nice, quiet time. And my daughter Aubrey came over. I don't get to see her as much anymore yeah, since she lives on her she own. Moved in. How's just that keep her in prayer. She's got a uh, okay. Uh, a job interview at Universal. Oh, good. She really needs a good full-time job. There you go. So that been... would work for her. I think I can see her there. Amen. Amen. Let's do it. In the name of Jesus. Thanks, everybody, for hanging out. Uh, drop us a line, godstoriesradio at gmail.com. If you want to find out more about Celebrate Recovery at FUMC, uh, drop us a line at, at godstoriesradio at gmail, and I'll definitely... Uh, get you some information about it and get you the address. And I'm telling you, not what I've heard. I'm telling you what I know. Those people care. Committed. And they're committed. And if you're struggling from anything, drugs, alcohol, anything. codependency, anything, Dude. if you're just trying to get a closer walk Grief. with the Father, yeah. go. Yeah. Go. You thing. will not find a more genuine crowd. I'm telling you right now. Mm. Just wonderful wonderful people all right that about wraps it up for session 185 
I'm Fritz. I'm Mike. And I'm, I'm Craig. Fraley. And I'm Craig. All right. Thanks for... Fraley. <laughs> thanks for filling in. Uh, my wife had something she had to do, so... But uh, thank you, Craig. Appreciate you coming. Sure. All right, everyone. Absolutely. God bless. God bless. God bless. Go tell it on the mountain.